0: Now, so many of our like metabolites like go down. Like we have less NAD, we have uh, less taurine. So is the same true for glutathione? Do glutathione levels change with age, and do they go do they go down?
1: Do we have- yes, yes, they do. And that's something that we have noticed. I don't know how many decades of research has been out there showing that starting the age of thirty is, uh, now 30 is not a magic number for for everybody, but around 30 is what we have seen, that there's a discrepancy between the body's need of glutathione and how much your body can produce. And for the very first time, what the need has exceeded what the body can produce. And as you can imagine, this this gap, this this small gap, is going to keep on increasing as the days and the years goes by. And eventually, the gap is big enough for you to say, "Wait a second! I'm seeing all these issues because of a high amount of oxidative stress that's caused by all these different components." And why is the body not producing enough glutathione? You can give all the circulators in the world, and it can raise up a level, and you're hoping that it goes about what your body uh, about what your body's needs are, and sometimes it does not. And so, uh, the magic number of what we found out is about thirty. Is when the, there's a first dip in uh the, the first dip, discrepancy between the body's need and what your body can produce. Now keep in mind, as we get older, our needs does not decrease. Mm-hmm. It stays the same, and in some cases, it increases. And the and the and the reasons are out there. If you talk about uh senescence and you're talking mm-hmm. about uh uh, zombie cells, and you're talking about all these different uh, components that are that are not getting cleansed or not getting detoxified, not getting removed from the body, are actually sending pro-inflammatory markers inside your body all the time. And that pro-inflammatory markers are actually depleting some of the glutathione levels as we speak. So it's like a double whammy, right? We're not getting rid of it. In fact, these are producing not just a little bit of oxidative stress, but a lot more and so it's in a, it's in our best interest to make sure that we never have this imbalance between our body's need and what a body uh in the body is able to produce if we can match those two things together uh, i truly believe that we can have a perpetual life of graceful life i'm not sh- i'm not sure you're going to live forever but we are we're going to be very close to living a very healthy and fruitful life until the
0: day we die. Does glutathione levels have impact on some of the diseases of aging? And particularly, I'm thinking about like diabetes and, and metabolic dysfunction that some people get uh, as they
1: get older. So the question that you're asking me, is the disease caused by lack of glutathione or is the lack of glut, uh, or is the diseases is causing lack of glutathione? So, causing is <laughs> causing is a difficult question, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, the, the thing that we do know right now is there are a lot of known diseases that are out there that has low glutathione levels to begin with. I'm not sure if the disease was caused because of low glutathione level or the disease caused low glutathione levels in the first place, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Only thing that we do know is that this disease have low glutathione levels. For example, uh, recently, even for COVID, right? all COVID cases, they were there. There was a researcher out in Russia that did all the study and look at all the patients. They saw all COVID patients has very low glutathione levels. That does not mm-hmm. mean that low glutathione levels cause COVID, but the COVID mm-hmm. itself depleted all the glutathione reserves. And when the reserves are depleted, the cytokine uh, storm kicked in and, and people were having uh, issues with the cytokine storm. So I I, I think there mm-hmm. is, a, is, is a second correlation it's not that mm-hmm. the glutathione levels are a uh, lack of levels that are causing diseases, but the, the fact that diseases are reducing the glutathione levels is for sure something that we do know as of today. Now, uh, if you peel back the onions and go back and say, hey, what, what caused the disease in the first place and why is it attacking only glutathione levels? is uh, That's something that is above my pay grade at this point. Uh, mm-hmm. I wish I can talk mm-hmm. more about that one. Uh, but it's something that is is fascinating. I have I've been listening to a lot of uh, uh, healthy aging and longevity conferences that has happened in Germany and uh, in the United States and places like that. And so I'm learning about the, all this philosophy. Uh, but yes, there are, there are plenty of diseases that we know of that have low gluten levels: cancers, uh, infections, uh, metabolic disorders like. Uh, uh, cardiovascular diseases, diabetes, hyperlipidemia, uh, uh, things like that, all those have uh, low glutathione levels to begin with. You did say, so around 30,
0: start getting a low, possibly get a yes. low low glutathione. Is there any way we can tell that without measuring it? So you have to get a blood draw or you, there's some symptoms that you would be able to notice? So, yeah,
1: the symptoms of low glutathione levels are very, very hard to figure out, right? Mm. If somebody asked me, I said, Hey, Nayan, if I take glutathione, how am I gonna what am I gonna feel? I said, I don't know. I I mm. really don't know. I get this question probably about once a day, every single day for my patients. If I take glutathione, what am I gonna notice a difference? I said, Ms. Jones, I have no idea what's gonna happen to you. All I can tell you is that you take it for 30 to 60 days. And if you see a change in your life that has that you can that you can attribute to, uh, like it's not a soul change, it's not something that's oh it's a little better. No, you you you'll see a profound change in, you, in in your body. You can attribute that that okay that's part of the uh, reason why how glutathione is helping you. Like first time when when people say that hey, when I take the glutathione I sleep better. I I had yeah. my aunt talk, call me yesterday. I said, Nana, I don't know what, what you're doing to me, but this glutathione stuff is really good because I'm sleeping better. I said does, does, I said, does anything to do with sleep or is it reducing the stressors from your body that's allowing your body to have a restful sleep, right? So we look at the symptoms. I don't have any particular symptoms that I, that I do know of that can tell me that, okay, that's the symptom. You have low glutathione levels. I don't have that. So, as, as of right now, the only way we, we do know is to measure the glutathione levels. But then let's see the levels between 500 to 1,000. Let's see levels 650. That's normal, right? Yeah. Yeah. What I mean, you're not measuring is how much oxygen stress you have, how much uh, hmm. exposure to chemicals you have, and how much. Uh, how much everything else you have you can measure your mda levels and see what your stress markers are and that is that this is just one stress markers uh but that's about it right you're not yeah. you're not able to measure a lot of different things so it's it's hard to pinpoint as to okay if we have this problem of this symptoms then take glutathione right
0: okay so our uh, glutathione levels start going down and without it, then we get this oxidative stress and we have this detox uh, issue. So how can we raise the glutathione levels? What options are there for
1: yeah, raising glutathione? So, so the glutathione is produced endogenously. Mm-hmm. It needs three amino acids, pretty much, right? So it's required to have three amino acids, two enzymes. Uh, and with a, with a, without a catalyst, it can produce glutathione. The, the catalyst is selenium. Uh, But the two enzymes, if you don't have any gene defect and you can produce those enzymes, the only thing remaining is the three amino acids, which you can get from your diet very easily. Glycine and glutamic acid is in front of your diet abundantly. So there's no concerns over there. The only concerns you have is cysteine. Cysteine seems to be very uh, low in most of your diet. So having cysteine-rich foods is going to give you a fighting chance to produce glutathione in your body. So... I like whey protein. There's a lot of meat sources out there, lots of, lots of vegetable sources out there that have uh, cysteine in them. Um, I'm sure you can just put cysteine-rich foods in your favorite search engines today, and you can get a list better than I can give you today. <laughs> but that list is going to gonna tell you that, hey, this is how cysteine you get out of it. So if you can replace cysteine, it uh, will be fantastic. The second least abundant molecule is glycine. Uh, so if you take glycine and cysteine-rich uh, foods, I think you'll be, your body is able to produce enough glutathione. But again, you're depending on your body's ability to produce glutathione. So it requires ATP, NAD. So it requires multiple different things for energy sources to make sure the chemical reactions are, are, are happening in a timely manner. Now, keep in mind, as we age, our needs have not reduced it is the mm-hmm. state the same or increase, but your body's ability to produce is also reduces down because your body temperature drops, the enzymes levels are dropping. Everything is everything is kind of getting lower and lower, and so sometimes uh, you don't have enough enzymes to produce all the glutathione you need. And now, for all of a sudden, I say, okay, I need some supplementation, right? Mm-hmm. So the next stop comes: supplementation. What supplements do I have, right? And there's lots of supplements out there right now that that shows glutathione, but better yet, you can just take the three amino acids in a capsule form and just Mm -hmm. drink that, and the body can produce its own glutathione. Easy way to do that part. Uh, If that's not the choice for you, or if you you have a a gene mutations or gene defect or gene uh, expression that is not able to produce glutathione, Then you may need glutathione supplementation that comes in the either capsule forms, liposomal technology, intravenous form of glutathione. Uh, Keep in mind, none of the glutathione are right now are FDA regulated, so it's something that you may want to be cautious uh, to have a trusted source. Uh, uh, I'm sure that uh, your listeners are probably looking at something uh, that's out there that you are able to tell them. and so, having those blue supplementations are some, uh, is like an add-on to what's out there right now, anyways.